We are live out here at the bullpen in Navy Yard, D.C. for Burgundy and Sold, celebrating the official sale of the Washington Commanders. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, alongside the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, riding with you for one more hour tonight before we dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief. Doc, we got fans out here in droves, people still filing in. This is the best atmosphere in terms of Washington football that I've ever been around. And I've been saying it all night. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. In the fall, come September, when the Arizona Cardinals fly into town, all the folks out here at Bullpen D.C., all the folks that were out at Old Ox Brew earlier today with Grant, Danny, and B. Mitch and Finley, the players need you. The players need you. I'm, I'm so shocked by all of this. Because the story I've told multiple you're, times you're, you're here tonight. still shocked? I'm still shocked. The story I've told all night long, Doc. In high school, I got made fun of for being a Commanders fan. I understand. I understand. So like you've alluded to, to see all the people out here my age, I didn't know we existed. I didn't know we existed. Oh, no. This is uh, an outstanding, outstanding showing of support. Want to continue to hear from you all on the MGM National Harbor list of lines if you're out there. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. While we got a second, my man, I know you've been waiting over here. You want to hop on. Give me your, I'm going to give you a headset. You can't curse, buddy. Give me your, you don't want to do it. Come on, don't curse. Give me your, look, give me your name. Give me where you're from and how long you've been a Washington fan. And how old are you for one? My name is Jack Bernstein. I'm from Bethesda, Maryland. Mo County, stand up! All right. Absolutely. Moco. And I'm 21 years old. 21. Youngest in charge, Ruben, baby. Let's go. Got to do what you got to do. So, look, I know your lifetime. You're wearing a LeVar Arrington jersey right now. You probably don't even remember LeVar playing, do you? Look, it's okay. We're the youngest in charge, Ruben, baby. What I got to do is catch up on my history. Of course. See who the legends are. Doc Walker, of course. Absolutely. And, and just be a fan. Yeah. Be a classic fan because that's that's all everyone's asking for. That's it. If you're a fan, man, you belong in this culture. That's what it is. That's it. When did you start becoming a fan of the team and actually knowing what the hell you were talking about? Well, since I was a little kid, you know, okay. I've been playing uh, tackle football since I was a little kid. And whatever, I got injuries and I couldn't play anymore. But I, I, I never stopped being a Redskins slash Commanders fan. Yeah. And, you know. The, the culture in the D.C. area doesn't really surround the commanders right. as it should. But right now, all I see is positivity Come coming on. towards our area. It's That's beautiful. all I see. It's beautiful. Awesome. Well, you represent the future. And that's what it's all about. Now it's about recruiting your friends, your crew, and then we got to put our money where our mouth is. Absolutely. And support. And we got to be vigilant. And really to stomp out Cowboy Nation. Eagle Nation and Giant Nation. We handle our division. That's all I ever care about. I don't give a rat's behind about the rest of it. <laughs> we got to take care of business. Home field and our division. We have to own it. 110%. The deal with FedEx Field is this. Yes. If we can get more than 50% Commanders fans well, there. Gotta be, that's, that's, the, that's the bare 50. minimum. I'm talking 80-20 splits come this far. I agree it's the bare minimum, but yes. it hasn't been that way. It and hasn't. that's because of Dan Snyder. 100%. Yeah. Well, he's gone. Let me ask and you this. He's gone. gone. Let, me, let me ask gone. you this. It's, gonna be, it's a different area. Let it's me a ask different you this. Era. You're a younger fan. Obviously, yep. you are a fan of the LeVar Arrington era. The Snyder era ended today at 448 Eastern time. What would you say is your favorite memory? of the Daniel Snyder era. I know we've been highlighting all the negativity, 
But for this final hour, I want to talk about the good that happened during and the Snyder era. You know what? There was a lot of positivity that followed RG3. Yes. And I know he got hurt, but, man, that was such a – for me, I was in, you Come know, on, like I'm fifth late. or sixth grade. It was when I really started to follow it and get into it. And RG3 was such an uh, electric player. Yes. How could you not watch that week in and week out? Look, I I'll tell it to you like this. I'm 25, so that was my favorite year as well. RG3 was like God to me. Exactly. Are you kidding? Exactly. Exactly. Look, we appreciate you giving us some of your time, my man. Continue to enjoy yourself out here. Go Commanders. Hail to the Commanders. Hail to the go, Commanders. You Thank go. you, guys. If you're all on the phones out there, we want to hear from you as well. MGM National Harbor Lister lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067. Doc, we just heard from a fan's favorite memory of the Daniel Snyder era. You've been here for the entirety of it, and you saw what it looked like prior to Snyder taking over. I know this is a tough question for you, but what is your favorite memory of the Daniel Snyder era? Well, we won the, the division uh, in Philadelphia with Kirk Cousins. In 2015. 2015 was, uh, to all the, all the years that we won, Yeah, I got three great memories out of 25 years. Yeah. That's just not good enough. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's just unacceptable. It's not. And so we became bottom dwellers. And, but I will say this. Yep. He put up finances. And he just didn't know what to buy. I know. <laughs> you know, it's one thing when you know that you're incompetent. He could have been screwed. Cincinnati didn't spend a nickel. Right. The league had to make them spend money. And they got Joe Burrow. And now they're printing money. Yep. So it can happen like that. And they also got a hell of a young head coach. They nailed it. And so we never nailed it in the coach category. They, they tried. They took a lot of shots. And the thing is, the frustrating part is that had we simply followed success, the blueprint had been written. Multiple times And over. we tried to outsmart ourselves. Yeah. How are you going to outsmart Bobby Beth and Joe Jackson Gibbs? Yeah. You know, and Joe proved it when he came back and gives two point yeah. and still became more successful than anybody else. It's crazy, man. He's got the That's last telling you that he knew what nest what you and again. Yeah. And the most sinful part about it was the Shanahan. Shanahan brought you a bunch of guppies. Mm -hmm. Five of them are now head coaches in the NFL. Yep. And you got nobody. It's tough and sledding, they, man. They, they were bought, they were they were in a pe petri dish here. And you got none of it. It's the worst part about it, man. We said it at the top That's of the show. Criminal. That's criminal. Under the Snyder era, Washington finishes 56 games under 500. They've got a record of 2-6 and six during the postseason. And they've had 27 different starting quarterbacks over the past 20-plus years. 27, Doc. I mean, you can't. I mean, how are you going to be successful with that? It's the, most important, it's the most important position in all of pro sports. And I understand we just talked about it with Danny Ruye a few segments back. To me, man, the reason I have optimism heading into the 2023 season, obviously this defense, their resume speaks for themselves. Yes. But on offense, the combination of Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howe, in terms of quarterback-offensive coordinator combinations, when's the last time you've been this excited not knowing anything? Well, he did. He showed me. He didn't show me anything. He showed me beat a playoff potential team in the Dallas Cowboys yes. in the last game. Now, you just can't get somebody out the stands to do that. 100%. Now, what is he going to do now? Unfortunately, he's got to learn a new system. So you retard that growth a bit 
because now you got to start all over again in right. that. We have to be patient with that. But that's why you got this defense. I keep going back to the Legion of Boom. The Seattle deal. They had killers on defense and a running game. They could ground and pound and a quarterback that was mobile yep. and accurate. And that's what this kid has a gun like Russell and he's mobile. I don't need him to be. He's not RG3 and he's not the kid in, in Baltimore. Nope. He don't have to be. Exactly. But I'm looking at the Seattle. That's my template. My template is that our power is on defense. So let's dominate. We just can't be all right. Exactly. We have to be dominant defensively and then be hell on wheels with special teams. we got the best punter in the game. Yep. So we got to control field position. We have got to get the return game back into our repertoire. Yep. And we got to get some killers covering kicks. Our special teams, with the talent we have on this team, yes. should be ferocious. They were, man. And they, they were one of the best groups of football last year. You mentioned the defense needing to carry this group in the early portions of the season. You got Arizona in week one. Doc, I know you're not sleeping on them, but Commanders fans, we are. That's a, t that's a game that your defense should carry you to. Well, you, you should. Why? What's what, so okay, question? What, you, what are they saying to talk to you in Arizona? They're saying we open with the Commanders. We got Washington. They got a quarterback who's played one game. They got an offensive line right now. We have no idea who's going to start or play. They're strong up front. They're front seven. You got to think like the opponent thinks. Yes. They're looking at this as a win, and that's what you got to focus on. Yeah. Nobody's afraid of us yet. Can't they be. ought to be afraid of this defense. You know, and if we got to rent, if we got to win ground and pound, we got the equipment to do it. Do how you do it. You may not be great in the pass protection game yet, but if you can't run block, you shouldn't be in the league. 110%. So I'm saying that with the coaches that we have on the offensive line, I'm, I'm very confident. I'm not worried about the staff. Right. This is up to the players to produce. And we said this a lot last year on the postgame show, Doc. We had a puppy at offensive coordinator, somebody who had never done this before. You now bring in a seasoned veteran in Eric Bieniemy. Yes, it's the first time play calling for Eric Bieniemy. But when you're coming from an organization like the Kansas City Chiefs, Doc, winning is in your DNA. That's it. It's the number one thing about it, man. I can't wait. We're seven days away from training camp starting officially for the Washington Commanders. We'll get to see Sam Howe under center going against this first-team defense. I can't wait. Fans that are here now, fans that are on the road listening, you better be out there seven days from now. We're going to have bleachers out there. They're going to have free water. They've made it to where you can't help but show up. So I hope to see you well, all I out there, I want to see man. you tomorrow at FedEx. 110. I keep forgetting tomorrow yeah, I'm FedEx. About tomorrow. You this to come is out a carryover. This is like the pregame for tomorrow. Look, Doc, if it was back in the day, we'd probably keep partying until 1 in the afternoon yeah, tomorrow. We just go right from here to there. Come on, man. Yeah. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll take your calls. Plus, we'll hear from more of the Burgundy and Gold faithful here in attendance. At 448 Eastern time this afternoon, Daniel Snyder officially selling the Washington Commanders. All that more next here on The Fan. We are coming to you live from the bullpen in Navy RDC for Burgundy and Sold celebrating one of the most monumental moments in DC sports history. After 20 plus years of misery, scandals, infutility, at 4.48 Eastern time this afternoon, Daniel Snyder officially selling the Washington Commanders. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, alongside the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, and I want to hear from you guys, man. We got some fans lined up, getting ready to put the headset on. If you're on the phones, 
We will get to you as well. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor. Listen lines. Connor, I'm going right to the phones, man. Let's go to Fred out in Frederick, Montgomery County. Stand up. Hey, what's up, guys? This is, uh, this is a great day. I grew up watching Doc Walker as a young man. I'm 54 years old. I'm also from Montgomery County. So shout out to Montgomery County. Yes, sir. My man. But, uh, this, I'm actually sitting at home right now doing some work. But I'm listening to you guys. I'm feeling the love, and I wish I was there. But uh, Doc, Doc brings up a great point earlier. It's time to go to work. Yes, sir. It's it's the thing, I can't wait, the, man. The, the best thing that's going to happen to this team is that scrimmage against the Baltimore Ravens because those dogs are going to learn how to hunt. Yes. You better believe it, brother. I believe in you. 110%. Look, Fred, we appreciate you calling us as always. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor list of lines. We've got some fans out here as well that wants to chime in on what today means to you, man. I want to keep the theme that we had uh, in the last segment when we had the youngest in charge movement, not myself, hop on with us. As the Snyder era gets ready to end here this afternoon, first of all, my man, welcome. Appreciate you coming out here and partying with us. Can you give us your name, where you're from, how old you are, and how long you've been a Commanders fan? Name's Trudy Obi. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah. Name's Trudy Obi, 31 years old, been a Commanders fan, uh, Washington football fan, wrestling fan for uh, since my life, you know. You wow. Know, you know, born in this, raised in D.C., this is my team. This is everything to me, basically. So, you know, I love this team. I love what it represents. love the community here. Seeing all this fellowship for this team is yes, uh, sir. very enlightening. appreciate all it. Right. I really love it, yeah. 110%, man. I'll ask you like I asked the last fan that joined us. As the Snyder era concluded this afternoon officially, Judy, if you can give us your favorite moment of the Daniel Snyder era. I know it's hard, and they're slim pickings. <laughs> but what's been your favorite moment of the Daniel Snyder era? So, you know, I'll give, I'll give two major ones. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I was in high school in Nigeria for like four or five years. Okay. So I was disconnected when I came back. One of my favorite moments was uh, Santana Moss in 2011 still being on the team. And, yes. and still, made, still made sense that he was still on the team. It gave me that connection, of course. The whole 2012 season, you know, just yes. seeing RG3 just ball out. I was in college, and, you know, it made me proud to be, like, a Redskins fan because, like, my team was my team was balling. And, you know, we don't – and, unfortunately, you know, D.C. in general, yeah. we don't usually get to say that for yeah. any of our teams, unfortunately. But, you know, 2012 was special for me. We won the division. And, um, you know, I'll even throw in that run with Alex Smith coming. Yeah. You know, we're back because, you know, Alex Smith is that guy. And, um, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, Dan sold this team, you know, hopefully new beginnings. You know, me personally, I was born and raised in D.C. I would love for this team to come back to yes. D.C. as it should. It deserves to be back in this city, not Maryland, not Virginia. No disrespect to them, but this is a, this is a D.C. team, man. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Burgundy and Golds, and we old and cold, man. Look, appreciate yeah. you chopping all with no us, No problem, Judy. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor list of lines. I'm going to get your favorite moments of the Daniel Snyder era. We got another fan joining us right now. And I don't even want to call this dude a fan, man. He's in a special class of what we like to He's call fans. Doc, years ago, you dubbed the phrase K-9. This is one of the originals. G from the shop. G, what does today mean to you, man? You have been a loyal caller and listener throughout the 20-plus years of misery 
Now that tonight gets to happen, what does it mean for you and your family? Oh, I had my whole family down here. Man. And it just means, like, I got to meet Doc Walker the GOAT. <laughs> I got to walk up on him. You know, Dan Snyder, you know, he's been a problem, but he ain't never catch no um, touchdowns or make no interceptions. And I done known a lot of people from broken homes become Super Bowl-type human beings. Yeah. So I'm just glad it's over and that dead horse is tired of being beaten. <laughs> hopefully hopefully next week, Monday or Tuesday, we can stop talking about this garbage Yeah. and talk about some other stuff, you know. The product on the field. That's what I want to talk about. Oh, no, I always talk about the product on the field because, you know, Doc said it earlier. We live in Arizona. You know, that's the number one thing. And I'm a a product of the old school, 82, baby. That's right. Dan Snyder was a problem, and God bless all them women that he didn't disrespect it. But um, we turning over a new leaf right here, Lunell. Talk to us. You know, you down here in your Vosachi. Come on, Vosachi. F-O-Sachi. Talk to You know. Boy, you even have on loafers today too. <laughs> yeah, my man, my man, my man look good, man. He look it's like hot, it's he, hot as as hell out here. He look like DC Curry off of next Friday, man. You know. Oh my lord. Yeah, no, he look like he's he's ascending. But, trying to man, just like just like the team is trying to ascend, I'm trying to ascend too. Baby. Hey, but nah, you know what? The atmosphere down here Come feel on. like the old days. Yeah. Burgundy and go like it's a rally. Like somebody said early on the radio. It's like we just won a game. Yeah, I know. We ain't even played one. <laughs> and if we can't be optimistic when we everybody zero on zero, when the hell we gonna be optimistic? Amen. So yes, sir. I feel a parade going. I was just talking to my man Malik on the side. A parade is coming soon, and he's a '76 baby. I'm an '82 baby. So we remember all the glory days, Come man. On. Parade is coming to Pennsylvania Avenue, and you know, G from the shop be down there smoking that killer. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. G, look, man, as always, I'm surprised you. he wasn't holding tonight. I was about to say, man, they might have let him in, but who knows? We in the, we in the city. This nah, the place for it. Nah, nah, nah. This this stuff I got right there, <laughs> they would have put me out for sure. Look, I couldn't even pull that in my pocket and walk look, through the door. You mentioned the atmosphere out here. Denton had a great line earlier saying, how often does a team get to be undefeated heading into the season? And that is what we are right now. No, no. This is beautiful. We not, not only undefeated, mm-hmm. we're the only team in the NFL that's one and zero today. Come on, you know what? Everybody else zero and zero. Yeah, now we definitely got points on the board. And Fred yeah. Smoot neck on that shirt looked like he was back on the boat. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, we back, we back, we back, we back. Hey, G, appreciate you appreciate tapping you in. Man. I love y'all, man. man. You know what it is, man. I call y'all in the morning. All yes, right. sir. Yes, sir, man. One eight hundred six three six. 1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. One of my favorites on the line right now. If Dave and McLean is on the line, can we pot Dave up? Two pictures. How you doing, sir? What's good, Dave? How you doing, baby? I'm doing great, sir. One of my favorite memories. This is like a David versus Goliath. That's what happened today. Yeah. It's like it's win for the people. Uh, my two greatest memories, not, not, not a single zero for the Dan Snyder, but my first game ever in the RFK was the Dallas game. My dad took me up there, and it was that was the first introduction to me towards the Redskins, and it's just unbelievable. And I'm so happy that we finally, it's a win for people. Yes. Finally, for it's win for people. And my second greatest moment of the Redskins history, 
and my dad broke down and he cried like baby. It was when Doug Williams won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I have come across him. I have come across John Riggins. I have come across Joe Gibbs. It's win for people. That's all I have to say, sir. It's just, it's, it's finally we win. We beat the devil. Hey, look, Dave, we appreciate you tapping in as always, man. This is, this is crazy, man. People are no, slowly, real. people slowly, it looks like they're starting to pack it down, but not really. I look at the middle of the bullpen here. It's as lit as it was when we first walked in. Got some great shirts here, man. Come on. This is 110% of success. I'll take a quick second here to plug the merch, man. We got our Burgundy and Sold official T-shirts being sold right now on BreakingT.com backslash 106.7 The Fan. Purchase your merch and continue to support, man. As we've been saying all show long here tonight, this is the beginning of a new era. No matter how miserable the past 20-plus years were, at 4.48 Eastern time earlier this afternoon, change was infused forever. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, more of your calls, plus we'll hear uh, from some of the fans out here in attendance. This is the fan. We're coming to you live here from the bullpen in Navy Yard, D.C. for Burgundy and Soul celebrating one of the most monumental moments in D.C. sports history. It's the youngest in charge, Will Willingham, Willingham, alongside the D.O.C. Rick Doc Walker will be joined by Grant Paulson coming up here shortly. Doc, as we got about... You got Grant Paulson coming we, here? We got Grant Paulson no fitting way. the budget as well. No way. So here we got the, about the final half hour left here of the program. Now, this is going to be fun. Perspective has been my buzz phrase for tonight. We have about three to four generations of Burgundy and Gold fans here tonight. Grant, you are someone that's been a fan of this team your entire life. We dubbed you the child prodigy. You've been <laughs> this. You eat, breathe, and sleep Washington Commanders football. I heard you talking about it earlier. Did you ever think today was possible, Grant? Not until November 2nd of this year. Yeah. On November 2nd, when Dan and Tanya Snyder hired Bank of America yeah. to try to sell a piece of that team, something was different. Yeah. This is a guy who not only was he at every game, he's meeting with the coaches before kickoff, right? He's in his suite, and he's getting there early, and they're pulling in the car, and we can't walk to the locker room because he's got to come in just the way he wants at the on. time he wants. And now all of a sudden, he's not coming to games. And now all of a sudden, they hire this bank. So I thought my, my radar went up a little bit. Yeah. You start asking people around the team, and they go, well, you know, they're not here anymore. Well, you know, they packed up some stuff from their offices. Yeah. And really, it was in no mid-November of this year when my tone shifted on air. Yeah. If you ask Danny or anyone who listens to the show, I always said, bro, we're wasting our time. Yeah. Like, we're wa like enough. Why, why are we talking about this? Yeah. We got real things. This is never going to happen. Right. This is, it's a pipe dream. Exactly. This is nonsense. But right in November, I thought, oh, my God. Like, yeah. this might be a thing. Yeah. Now, I still thought this would be a circuitous mm -hmm. process. And Hurdles to clear. The, the, the ball would get pulled out while we're trying to kick it every now and then. Right. And all of these different things might happen. But guess what? Today's the day, Linnell. We're here. 110%. I cannot man. believe the turnout here, by the way. We've been saying it all Dude, show. It was, I mean, you guys had to travel. Yes. From Afghanistan to get over here. <laughs> <laughs> this place, it was Bedlam. Yeah. And I was just trying to think about the, the young, the age 
the cum here, age-wise, right. is that group of society that has been beaten up the most. Oh, man. Because they would listen to their parents. Yep. They had no personal reference. Yeah. It was trust of their family. Yep. And that was really getting tough. So, and tomorrow, yes. it's going to even be more equal or, or more dynamic than this. Sure. Because I thought the owner did a great job in his intro and buying everybody a brewski here today. Come on. Was How do you endear yourself That's to the fan base better? That was genius. I, I want to talk about that in a minute. Uh -huh. I talked to a fan today. I met a guy here mm -hmm. who flew in from Denver for this. Sheesh. I, I met a guy today with his wife out at Old Ox who woke up this morning in North Carolina and drove because they wanted to be in the room with fans for the announcement. Yes. Like, this is so deep. It yes. runs so hard in the veins for people. Uh, I don't think outside of this area, if you don't bleed it, if you don't get it. You don't get it. Doc played, he knows. I mean, you, you're born and raised in this. Yes. Like, I don't expect someone who's listening on the stream in Cincinnati, who's a Bengals fan, right. to get what we're going through here. This was real. This meant something to a lot of people. Uh, it was a big deal today. And it was really, I'll be honest, it was... It was incredible to be a part of it. Yeah. Danny and I were sitting there in some of the breaks like, bro, we're on the air the day that Dan is selling. It's crazy. Like, I, I grew up listening to shows on big days, never thinking even at that time you're going to be on air. But, like, you still remember. I remember where, what I was wearing when Michael Jordan was coming to the Wizards. Yeah. I was shooting hoops in my backyard, and Poland and Zabin were on the radio talking about it. Wow. And I'm pulling out my, my radio with my antenna next to my, uh, my hoop that my dad put in the ground, you know. These are the days people are going to remember forever. Yes. It's so cool to be involved. But to your point, mm -hmm. um, when you're talking you know, about Old Ox and, and us being on air, when he calls in to the show, I'm thinking, I actually got a text from someone saying, hey, uh, we want to, we, we need the hotline number from, from the team. Yeah. And I said, what's up? And they're like, uh, we want to do a quick 30-second call. And I'm thinking, well, who, what's going on? Yeah. And it turns out, I'm like, here's the hotline number. Josh is on the line. That's I'm insane. Like, Josh who? <laughs> Josh Norman? Right. Josh Wilson? Yeah. Like, who's Josh? No, Josh Harris is on the line. And so it was a quick little drive-by where he basically said, and you guys have heard the audio by now, mm -hmm. I'm sure, hey, party's starting. I'm going to come back and party with you guys. Let's get it going tonight. Everyone there at Old Ox, everyone at the bullpen, your two parties, beer on me. That kind of moment says, this guy's a human being. Like, everyone's been at a bar on a happy day where you buy a beer for the person next to yes. you. Yes. And I'm not trying to, to juxtapose him and Dan. Mm -hmm. But, like, Dan Snyder didn't have human enough people skills to do something like that. He couldn't even walk around with his head up, Grant. Right. You couldn't call him his first name. Come so. on. Uh, that's a good head start. You start buying people a couple beers. You got work to do, but that's a good exactly. place to start. You it was just awesome that he's not experimenting. Right. And I always go back to where we had left a blueprint. It was a Hall of Fame general manager, Hall of Fame coach. Richie Pettibone, to me, should be in the Hall of Fame. Dan Riley, our strength and conditioning coach, is revolutionary. Hey okay, uh, Bubba Tires, the train. All the departments had elite people in those. Yes. And the guy left you a, a blueprint. And first thing we do is go join up getting has-beens, <laughs> who played their best ball for somebody else. Yep. We started this promotional thing from day one with Dan. We weren't developing. We were trying to buy yeah. people to pass their prime. And it just continued to that. And I think the worst thing that I remember about this whole run was that the best thing he did was bring in, he went to Denver and got Shanahan. Yeah. And I thought, now that's a football move. Right. Oh, he's got full 
say he's got all of this, but he really didn't. And then what Shanahan did was bring him, it was the Petri Bowl. <laughs> and in that bowl is five head coaches currently in the league. We got none of them. Yeah. That shows you that you completely have no feel for the industry you bought into. Yep. And that's just atrocious. Do you want to win or do you want to win the way you prefer it, right? Exactly. To me, like Jay Gruden said something today. That, uh, he came out to Old Ox with us that I thought was really smart. He said, I don't have a problem with owners that are involved in everything. He was in Cincinnati. Right. He said the owner there is in every single meeting. Yeah, Mike he said, Brown. He watches film with the coaches. Mike now, Brown. he's also going to be involved in all the decisions. Yeah. A bit of a pain in the butt. But right. he's in every meeting. He has all the info all the coaches have. He said Dan made the same amount of decisions but never came to one meeting. One meeting. Never watched one hour of film. So, to me, when you talk about Dan, and he's been given this blueprint, he takes over post. You know, you're less than a decade removed from a Super Bowl. You've got icons and legends. He had Charlie Castle in the building. Absolutely. Who he ran out of town. Ran by the way, town. Charlie, that year, after being dismissed by Dan, was the executive of the year. Because yeah. he built a, a team in 99 that was number two in offense. Yeah, scratch team. Brad Johnson, 4,000 yards. Stephen yeah. Davis, 1456. That's my favorite Redskins team of all time, 1999. Okay. They get to the second round of the playoffs. Brian Mitchell that year, his last kick return with the team, rips one off in Tampa for a study. They're up 13 nothing. They lose 14-13. And they run Mitchell out of town two weeks later, right? Yeah. But Sheesh. I've been bringing this up just to say he didn't want to win. He wanted to win by him, him. calling the shots. So he could yeah. get all of the, the pats on the back and yeah. all the flowers. And, and who was his consultant? That's why I heard him. Guys that were watching ESPN. Yes. Yeah. So when, when people say, oh, he really didn't want to win, he tried, mm. that's all fine. He wanted to win his way. Yes. He, he, he was only a few years older than you and younger than me when he got the team. So I understand some ego and some of that. It's going to happen. Right. But it's learn some lessons, exactly. man. Make some adjustments. There was no course correction. But that's fine. It's all gone now. Exactly. It's in the past. And uh, after, hopefully, uh, next week, I'm not going to think about him anymore. But the funniest the part hope. about it all, mm -hmm. he doesn't He doesn't just have to sell the team and now he's going to live in Virginia and mm -hmm. hang out, go to, uh, you know, one loud fish. Or, <laughs> the guy had to leave the country. Country. Right. He is so... Hated yes. by this fan. Like, he's so worried that someone might see him at filling up his gas tank. Yeah. Or, or that what the cook might do when he goes and eats <laughs> at Chick-fil-A right. or whatever, you know, that he's got to leave the United States of America. Yeah, and how about that with $60 million little goodbye? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah I can't that? wait to hear you guys' thoughts on that tomorrow because I I've taken the Cinecore out of all of this. I'm happy Snyder's out. The bigger problem is Roger Goodell in the National Football League, but we'll handle that and cross that bridge when we get there. I want to talk football here with you for a second, Grant. We had your co-host, Danny Rue, on earlier today, and we talked the exact same thing. What's your excitement level heading into training camp? Are you bought in from a personnel standpoint with what Ron Rivera is trying to accomplish this season? I'm, I'm a skeptical, right? I mean, if we're talking X's and O's in football, I think the offensive line's bad. Yes. I think it's really hard to be a good football team when your offensive line's bad. Uh, I don't understand why they didn't do more with the offensive line. Yeah. The day that they named Sam Howell the guy, and I don't mean officially, mm -hmm. but the, the story broke from a reporter who used to cover the Panthers in Carolina. Yes. Uh, you may remember. Jonathan Jones. Jonathan Jones, that's right. And he broke the story that the commanders were going to roll with Sam Howell. When that happened, I asked someone over in the building. I said, is this real? Is This This was like two weeks after the season ended. Yeah. You got the draft. You got free agency. You, you can do a lot of things. You're just deciding today, Sam Howell's the guy after one game. Fine, no problem. But what they said to me was, yes, he's going to be the guy. And the offseason's going to be spent building up the offensive line. 
and it's going to be him and the O-line are going to be the foundation of this thing. Well, they went and got a guy who gave up nine sacks last year to play right tackle. And Andrew Wiley. And a center who is pretty average, in my opinion, and Nick Gates, and they haven't done much else. So I am dubious about the line. I'm hopeful. I'm excited about Sam Howell. But i got to be honest, and I know this is kind of loser talk. Yeah. That's so secondary for me. I know. Like, really, I think they're going to sell out. In week one, I think it's going to be all people wearing burgundy and gold. I hope and so. Sir. Like, they're going to beat the Cardinals, who stink, yes. or else we got problems. But <laughs> I think they'll beat Arizona. I think it'll be a sellout. And I think there's just going to be a different feel around the team. Yeah. I won't be as angry about the yes. team in September, October. And it, the honeymoon period is going to have to exist for a year or so because Harrison, his group, can't do anything right now. No. Nope. They come in here in July. Camp starts. I mean, rookies are showing up in a couple days, but yes. camp starts next week. So really, it's not till next year that you really even start to see anything that they touch mattering. So this, to me, is it's almost like a a, a real nice uh, long form eval Mm -hmm. on Sam Howell this year. But am I confident in the team? I think their defense will be really good. Got to be better and really good. Yeah, got to be. Here's my here's my feel. Legion of Boom. We have got to be what Seattle was. We have to be dominant defensively, ground and pound, pass game intermediate. Mobile quarterback, no turnovers. We got to improve our return game, and we got to be solid. Yeah. But we can't be at. We got to be dominant on yeah. that defense. That's where our money is. That's where everybody's talking about these bags. Step up. Yeah. And let this kid develop. Grant, as always, my man, we appreciate you giving us some Big time. time we'll be GP. tuned in tomorrow, to two to six thirty, right here on the flagship to hear from Grant and Danny on the heels of what I'm dubbing the most monumental day in my DC sports history. At 4.48 Eastern time this afternoon, Daniel Snyder officially selling the Washington Can Commanders. Can you give me email addresses? You haven't done I'll show I have one time. You know what? You and know, you're here, too. I got I'm you. I'm just saying. If anybody wants to tap in and keep the conversation going post-show, Doc, look, it's it's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We've been out here all night. We'll put a bow on it next. This is the fan. We're back with the for one final segment out here at the bullpen in Navy Yard, D.C., celebrating the official sale of the Washington Commanders. If you've been tapped in with us at all here for the past three and a half hours, we appreciate you. For all the burgundy and gold faithful that showed face out here at the bullpen in Navy Yard, D.C., man, this has been unlike anything I've ever got to experience, man. You all have grown with me over the past year and a half. This is this is the climax for your boy, man. If you would have told me about a year ago that we'd be in this position doing what we're doing right now, man, I think I you're crazy. To tell you, you just don't listen. I think you're crazy. You know, I never listen, Doc. My grandma always said, man, a hard head makes us all fast. Come on, no man. Question. There you go. Make us all behind. But look, as we put a bow on this here tonight, Doc, what, what are some of your final thoughts and your takeaways as you get ready for tomorrow's big day? Well, I'm excited about it. I want to see if it can, if it tops this. Yes. And uh, it's just going to be back to back. And then uh, I keep thinking yeah, tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. And then Saturday uh, I hit the air at noon. It's going to be noon to three. Too. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. I really believe that yeah. people are going to just lose their mind, and I'm going to help them lose it. <laughs> and uh, and then we'll talk about what what Josh says at the meetings yeah. and. I think people want to hear from all the entire ownership group. Their vision is clear. But the last guy that owned this team was a fan, too. 
And said the same thing. And said the same thing. But he didn't have this background. Right. See, we have a track record. We've seen this man's work. Exactly. And but you, two you other said it best. Prominent. You said patience. Yes. He had to go without Joel and be the whole season. They didn't okay. blow it up. They didn't they blow didn't it panic. up. They didn't panic. They went stood the course. They got rid of a, a you know, so I'm 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 relieved and now I just want to get the football. Padded yes. practices. Padded practices. Yeah, I don't want to see iron yeah. sharpening iron. I believe that the rookies report for training camp tomorrow, Doc. So for the first time in a long time, the rookies actually gonna report separately from the vets. Seven days from now though. When it gets popping for real out there in Ashburn and the big boys are in town and you get to see John Allen and Terry McLaurin, this is what it's all about, man. I hope to see you all out there in full attendance. I'll give my Twitter one more time for the, for the amusement what, what, of Doc what, Walker. What, what, what is your Twitter? It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. If you want to keep the conversation going, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we've made it. We appreciate you joining us. Good God night. bless.